Hey everybody, Jim Sammons here, and welcome to the Kayak Fishing Show Live, brought to you as always by Ballast Point Brewing Company. Today, we've got a new one, uh, Passing Haze, Hazy IPA. This is actually a Sessions IPA, so definitely one that's a little more drinkable if you're doing that uh, day drinking. I tried it for the first time uh, a couple days ago. Uh, super good. It's not, uh, it's not knock your teeth out hoppy. Like I said, just very, very drinkable. Um, like I said, Sessions IPA. So it's like a 4.5 um, alcohol content. So it's, it's, like I said, very, very drinkable for that afternoon beer. And cheers to you all. Hope everybody's doing good and uh, dealing with this uh, still never-ending COVID thing. Um, definitely things have opened up though. So that's all good. I know I just want to get back to traveling. Of course, our show is uh, brought to you by Seaguar, Jackson Kayak, Warner Paddles, Standard Horizon, Yak Attack, Siegler Reels, a band of anglers, Raymarine, and Kokatat. So because this is a throwback Thursday, you're going to see other sponsors mentioned. Uh, all good people, all who have sponsored us over the years, but uh, may not necessarily be our current sponsors. Uh, if this is your first time watching, we do these uh, shows every Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesdays being our a little bit more current, as we call them, the Jackson Kayak years. You know, our show has been on the air for a while. We're starting airing now for our 11th season on the air. And again, starting this year on Fox Sports. And on Thursdays, today are the throwback years, or as we call them, the ocean kayak years, uh, where I basically started my, my kayak fishing with them many, many years ago. So this episode was from season two. It's episode one from season two. Uh, I'll admit straight up. We, we have two episodes from this uh, destination from New Zealand and episode two is better <laughs> because we got a lot more of those fish. Uh, these fish behind us are in episode two, but uh, this was our very first time to New Zealand. You know, when people ask me, you know, what's my favorite places to go or that we have been, uh, you know, cer certain places jump to the top of the list. You know, I love going up to Canada. Um, I absolutely love Panama. Uh, and then New Zealand is right there at the top. Just the most friendly people, amazing, amazing fishing, beautiful country. Uh, and that's why we've been back. You know, I think we've been at least three times. It might be four. My memory's not so good. But this was our first trip. And unfortunately, I didn't get any of the guys from this trip. I want to guess. I know we normally have guests on here for this. But uh, maybe I'll try to get one on for, for part two. I just didn't have time. But um, this was our first trip to New Zealand. So, of course, it's always going to be a learning experience and getting to know the place and the people. And, of course, as always on this trip, we got hammered by bad weather on the beginning of the trip. 
So instead of going offshore immediately, which was the plan, um, going down to Coromandel, uh, we ended up going there a little bit later. Uh, we ended up fishing uh, Lake Taupo and doing some trout fishing, which, you know, is not really my thing. I didn't really have a whole lot of gear for that. But um, we ended up going to Lake Tau because the, the wind was just so bad offshore. We just couldn't get out there. But we still had an amazing time. Uh, like I said, we got some really nice rainbow trout. We cooked them up for lunch. I, I mean, I have such great memories of that trip. Um, the, the guy we were fishing with, uh, Brian, he had a, uh, an old ocean kayak torque which had the built-in Minn Kota motor, which was very advantageous for him because he could stay right over the top of the fish and fish fish vertically. Where I, I was still, I was using a paddle kayak, uh, the um, Ultra 4.7, I believe. And, um, you know, you were just drifting pretty fast with that wind. But we still got some really good fish and had a wonderful time. Then we moved over and fished with Rob Fort. We jumped on a boat. Didn't get, I mean, we got some fish, but it, it was tough because we really had to stay tight to the land to uh, to avoid the wind. So, like I said, I mean, th this episode, it, it shows what the place is all about, you know, uh, during this. Uh, and I, I haven't gone back and watched the episode, but, uh, you know, just the, the great memories. Uh, first experience with the uh, New Zealand meat pies. If you haven't had a New Zealand meat pie, it's worth going to New Zealand just for that because they're so good. Uh, they, they have they have that those things figured out and and you like you buy them at gas stations and stuff they're absolutely amazing uh like i said the people that we were able to fish with everybody we met was so helpful um tony free from ocean kayak uh you know he was the general manager of ocean kayak and he picked us up drove us around all week i mean it was absolutely amazing what some people may not know you know ocean kayak uh started in uh, malibu california uh, they moved to Bellingham, Washington, um, and then they started manufacturing over in New Zealand as well. And so New Zealand had its own thing, and they were actually designing their own boats. So under the Ocean Kayak name, but they were designing their own boats. So uh, they were very innovative, came up with some great stuff. Uh, and like I said, I love paddling that 4.7, such a, such a, a wonderful paddling kayak. Uh, and, and like I said, I got to fish with these two great guys. Uh, Jay Sanders is with Jay, uh, who was with us the entire time. Uh, just a, a, a great guy, strong as a bull. Um, I mean, we would we'd give him a hard time. He was like a formerly a professional cheerleader. And uh, so we'd give him a hard time about being a professional cheerleader. And he's like, how would you like to go back to America and tell everybody you got your ass kicked by a cheerleader? So <laughs> his, 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 gig, his gig was like to hold his wife over his head on one hand. And so it's like, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> but super great guys. And we had a wonderful time. Uh, so like I said, if, if you've not watched one of these before, we, uh, we run the old episode. It will have commercial breaks. I'll stop the, at those commercial breaks. Uh, we'll check in with everybody. We can answer any questions, comments, anything like that. So please, if you have any comments or questions, throw them out there. We've got a few right off the bat. Um, Dave Thomas saying vintage kayak years. Yeah, we've actually, one of our highest viewed videos is from this trip. Uh, and it'll be in part two, but uh, some of you guys may know it. It's when uh, 
a shark came up and visited me while we were fishing. Um, Jim Riley, I have fished and love Canada, Panama, and New Zealand as well. Yeah, I mean, if you have the chance to travel and fish, uh, there's nothing like it, and I highly recommend it. And like I said, New Zealand is definitely at my top at the top. You know, these fish, uh, the yellowtail kingfish, are basically the same fish I have here in San Diego, but they—I don't know if there's a stronger current or or what, but they just seem stronger over there. Just big, big, strong fish, and just such a great, great way to fish them. Um, our last time we were there, we got to fish with Kerry Flowers. And what an amazing fisherman he is. And he put us on some just a, a great, great fish. Um, Manuel Horello regards from Zahara. De, I don't even know what that is, Manuel. Where is that? <laughs> but thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Uh, Ozzy Ozzy is joining us from Kayak Fishing Tales. Again, if you have not, uh, not familiar with our show, we show these on Facebook as well as our YouTube channel, Kayak Fishing Tales. So uh, you can check that out. Ozzy, do you have any tips on a beginner fisher in salt water? Uh, yeah, well, there's a lot of them. Uh, start out slow. Start out, uh, you know, don't put too much on your kayak. Bring one or two rods. Don't bring too much. Figure it out and then start rigging up your boat. You know, start adding fish finders and everything else. Don't, don't start out, you know, bringing 10 rods bait tanks, fish finders, all this stuff, because getting used to the salt water is very different. And of course you're saying you're getting a beginner in, in salt, you know, there, there's salt in California, there's salt uh, in Texas, there's salt in Florida, and it's all a little bit different. So, you know, it's kind of hard to get anything specific. Donald, uh, afternoon, Jim, always nice to rewatch these episodes. Well, thank you for uh, watching them. And again, for people who are not familiar, we are on the World Fishing Network. We are on the Sportsman's Channel. And now we are on Fox Sports, which we are super, super excited. All the new episodes uh, air every Saturday on Fox Sports. Uh, Byron Young says New Zealand is on my list. Go. Just go. Um, and what? You're supposed, to, you're supposed to go this year? And if it's in December, the nice thing is it's winter in New Zealand right now. And, you know, you go there in uh, our winter and you're getting there in summer. And that's the perfect time, particularly if you want to get out there and fish for these yellowtail. So anyway, like I said, uh, in this episode, we're going to do some fishing for snapper. Uh, we start off fishing on Lake Taupo for some uh, rainbow trout. So uh, with for no further ado, let's get this episode rolling. This week on the Kayak Fishing Show, I'm headed to the Southern Hemisphere to do some kayak fishing Kiwi style. I'll be hitting Lake Taupo for trout, and then we'll be heading offshore for some heart racing boiler rock fishing. Stay tuned, it's gonna be sweet ass. At the forefront of any sport, you inevitably find someone pushing the limits. While kayak fishing has been exploding in popularity, Jim Sammons has been doing just that. Uh, yeah, look at these. Nice. From the seat of his ocean kayak, Jim challenges the world's top game fish and puts his kayak fishing skills to the ultimate test. Never fought a kayak, have you, fish? From freshwater to saltwater, Jim's mission is simple to discover the best fishing destinations in the world and prove that anything is possible from a kayak. 
Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, makers of the Trident series of fishing kayaks. Ex Officio, clothing, footwear, and gear for the adventurous spirit. Scotty, the way to fish. Standard Horizon, nothing takes to the water like Standard Horizon. Maui Jim, eliminate glare, turn up the color. Yakima Rack Systems and Trailers, take it easy. And the Heliconia Press. Cutting Edge Outdoors Media. Last season, Jim traveled around North and Central America in his search for big fish and the ultimate kayak fishing adventure. The tarpon of Florida's Boca Grande Pass pushed the limits of kayak fishable waters. The marlin in Baja provided a mind-blowing 11-mile sleigh ride through the Sea of Cortez, and a 3.5-hour battle with the 125-pound tuna in Panama tested the physical limits of catching big fish from a kayak. But now it's time to challenge the rest of the world as Jim goes bigger, bolder, and further from the safety of shore than ever before. This week, Jim makes a long flight to Auckland, New Zealand, where he hooks up with Tony Free, the man in charge of Ocean Kayak New Zealand. I arrived in New Zealand yesterday afternoon and was met at the airport by, by my new friend, Tony Free, my new best friend, because Tony has set up this whole, uh, this whole trip for us. Tony's the general manager of Johnson Outdoors here in New Zealand. Tony and his crew have just put the finishing touches on a new model of fishing kayak, the Ultra. And Jim's arrived just in time to put the boat through its paces. The shores of this kayak angler's paradise are full to the brim with kingfish, or yellowtail as they're called in North America. And Jim plans to hunt down a few monsters in the shiny new boat. If you're giving the fishermen what they want, that's half the battle. Uh, with that particular boat, uh, we put a prototype boat on the floor and gave all the guys in the fishing club a felt pen and suggested that they write their wish list on what they wanted on a kayak. And then we set about building to that plan. We got most of it right. There's a little few things that we'd tickle up that didn't quite work out how we want them to, but overall, really happy with the boat. It's got boat speed, as you know, great ballast. Uh, it's very stable, and some of the layout innovation ideas are, are quite unique. Joining Jim for the test flight is local kayak fisherman Jay Saunders. Jay is an icon in the local fishing scene, rocking local tournaments by sheer will and physical strength. Able to hoist more than 150 pounds over his head with each arm, the massive local kingfish don't stand a chance. When Jim asked Tony Free, manager of Ocean Kayak New Zealand for the best person to fish with on the North Island, Jay was the only name that sprang to mind. And Tony's comment was, yeah, not so keen on catching huge monster kingfish. We need somebody who's a little bit stupid, so that was me. After putting their custom touches to the new kayaks, a strong offshore wind answers the question of where to start their adventure. Jim and Jay pack up and head to the fresh waters of Lake Taupo where they'll hook up with trout guru, Brian Dalton. Stay tuned as the kayak fishing show hits New Zealand's freshwater trout.
So I, as you can see, like I said, we got to visit um, Ocean Kayak. The Ultra 4.7 was uh, based on the Trident, um, the Trident 13, um, and they basically stretched it out. Uh, it was long like the Trident 15. Uh, they had that hatch that would rotate, um, which was kind of cool. So you could rotate, you could have your fish finder on the hatch, rotate it over, close it. So it was protected from the elements while you're launching through the surf and just a great paddling boat. I ended up paddling one here for quite some time. Uh, they, they have a different mindset over there. It, it's uh, very different in that we like having hatches. We like having stuff where we can stuff rods and everything down inside the boat where for them having a hatch that is accessible that you can open to the elements is a no-go so we definitely had a different thought process on it uh because i like having those hatches i can get to that i can get stuff down inside the boat um but like i said the the way they innovated the stuff they did on their boats was absolutely amazing uh it's a it's a shame that ocean kayak is no longer in new zealand because they lost a lot of really, really great guys and a lot of really good innovation. I said, I haven't worked with Ocean Kayak in a long time, but uh, that was one thing I was definitely sad to see go because it was such a great group over there. Um, we had a comment here. Susan Funderduck Salmons. <laughs> what? Uh, Hunting Heroes, Jesse Salmons, Matthew Salmons. <laughs> Are we related? <laughs> So anyway, uh, like I said, this is, uh, if you did just join us, we're watching uh, part one of our episodes from New Zealand from our second season on the air. So we shot this around 10, 11 years ago, so quite a while. And uh, like I said, one of, one of my favorite places to go is New Zealand and just wonderful fishing, wonderful people. So uh, let's jump back into the episode. Welcome back to the Kayak Fishing Show with Jim Sammons. This week, Jim is learning how the rest of the world kayak fishes as we explore the North Island of New Zealand. Having geared up at the Ocean Kayak Factory in Auckland, Jim and local pro Jay Saunders head to Lake Taupo, a freshwater lake that has developed a reputation for having some of the best trout fishing in the world. But catching trout from a kayak is no easy task. And so they've hooked up with Kiwi trout guru, Brian Dalton who's fished these waters his whole life. Thank you guys, my name's Brian Dalton. Um, we're at Lake Taupo, New Zealand, and we're currently in Pro Bay. The plan of attack today is we're gonna go and do some trout digging. Um, the reason we've chosen this bay is basically the weather's dictated. This is where we're gonna fish. But as it happens, the bay's been fishing really well. We've got a couple of spots, two or 300 meters from shore where we're heading, and hopefully we'll be into some big rainbow trout. The jigging, it's not like salt water, where with salt water jigging, you've got great big movement. What we're doing, we're going to let our jigs and our weights hit the bottom. We'll do one or two winds just to lift it off the bottom, and then it's a very slow movement with the rod. Um, in fact, sometimes just having your rod in the roll, rod holder is enough movement to, to catch the trout. So big in this case is not good. Uh, that won't catch the fish. It's the gentle, slow, and of course, once you get a fish, the tape's fairly strong, then you set the hook really hard, and it's all on from that point. 
Local knowledge wins out as Brian immediately schools the two saltwater anglers on the finer points of fresh. Okay, we've only got a small one, but the interesting thing here is this one's caught on the jig. We're using um, two flies in the jig now. Most people that fish lake cowpo don't use jigs, so they'll use a couple of flies and, and um, a weight. But I love using the jig, um, and some days you'll come out and you'll catch every fish on the jig. Ooh, doesn't like the look of that kayak. There he is. I'll let him go again. But look at the nice colour fins on this one. He's a beautiful fish. I've got a uh, ocean kayak torque I'm using today. Torque is really great if we're digging like today and the wind comes up a bit. I can actually have the motor just ticking over, backing it into the wind and it helps me maintain my position. So it slows my drift down. Jim is never one to give up easily and soon enough, all three get in the zone. Oh, you get that well? Um, I can duck out before work, get a couple of hours fishing in, whereas with a bigger boat, you think, oh, it's a bit of a hassle launching. Uh, like today, we can launch off any little beach. Uh, we can basically be within launch two or three hundred metres of our fishing spot. And of course, the kites catch fish, catch fish. Whoa! <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> this, this, this is why I've got a kite. Oh, this is a better one. Okay. So Brian hooked us up with this setup, basically uh, a three-hook setup. They have a heavy jig on the bottom. Sometimes guys will just use a heavy weight, but ours are hooked. And then we're set up with two different flies. They're about three feet apart. And we drop this all the way down to the bottom, take it a couple cranks off the bottom, and then just really lightly push it. Just get that thing just kind of moving around a little bit. Not too much. The key really is to try and stay directly over the top of the lure, which today has been kind of tough because it's been so windy. Um, Brian's been using the ocean kayak torque, and with that power, he's able to stay directly over the top of the fish. So besides his his local knowledge and skill of knowing this area. I think the torque has helped him out a lot today, being able to stay directly over his lure where I've had to make paddle strokes to try and stay over it. Last fish of the day, we're off home. Well, not home, off to the Coromandel to catch some kingfish. Lake Taupo has proven why it's a hit with both locals and tourists and why kayak fishing is growing in popularity in the area. But word has it that the winds are starting to die down on the coast, and so the boys make a quick shoreside lunch before heading out to the salt. Got a thing bench before. Now we're sitting we'll clean them up. We've put them into this, and we're cooking them a little bit of oil, a little bit of butter. Not too much heat, and we're just dunking them flour. Amazing. Amazing. When we come back, 
Jay and Jim's hunt for the huge kingfish kicks off in New Zealand's blue water. Stay tuned. Go for a paddle. See what happens. The kayak fishing show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, Ex Officio, Scotty, Maui Jim, Standard Horizon, Yakima, and the Heliconia Press. So yeah, that that uh, that short side meal was so good. I mean, I still remember this, and it was 10, 11 years ago. Um, one of the other memories, like, so we, we did a lot of driving in New Zealand, and we stayed at this one place, uh, Jay and I and my videographer, Will, we all stayed at this, uh, this one little cabin uh, near the lake because we got there late at night and then uh, to fish early the next morning. And I, I'll never forget this. Now, you got to remember, I, you know, I'm in San Diego. Um, Will is uh, from Ottawa, Canada. So from to New Zealand, quite the time difference. And we had gotten in late and, you know, just all crashed out in this little cabin and sound asleep. All of a sudden, Will, you know, Will is up. He starts making coffee, making breakfast, and then comes in. Hey, guys, time to get up, time to roll. He had been asleep for about two hours. It was the middle of the night. I think it was like one o'clock in the morning. He was so out of sync and he just looked at his watch and had never changed the time. And it was saying that time. And, and we just like, dude, go back to bed or we are going to kill you. Cause I was jet lagged and exhausted, but Will went the other way and decided to wake up in the middle of the night. And uh, Jay and I were both just like this close to killing him. So uh, I said, just one of the little memories from, from this trip and, and something you have to deal with in you when you have such a huge time difference, but super good time. And go. Welcome back to the kayak fishing show. This episode was brought to you in part by Yakima and their rack and roll trailer. For more information about the Rack and Roll trailer, visit www.yakima.com. This week, Jim is down under on his never-ending search for big fish. After some incredible trout fishing on Lake Taupo, Jim and local pro Jay Saunders are finally getting their first taste of saltwater in one of New Zealand's most spectacular areas, the Coromandel. Here, they hook up with another one of New Zealand's top pro anglers, Rob Fork, and his fishing buddy, Pete McKenzie. The team are heading out aboard the fully rigged kayak adventure charter, the Taiho. Um, I'm Peter McKenzie, I'm the skipper of the MV Taiho. We specialize in trips out to Great Barrier and the Mercs and Cuvier Island, and even into the Haraki Gulf at times. Um, been um, a skipper for 25 years, most of that on a commercial longline boat and a little wee bit of tuna experience as well. Um, occasionally we hook up with Rob Fort with his kayak fishing company and we go out take people out to the barrier and offshore places and do some extreme kayaking and try and catch some good kingfish and, and other large fish. Yeah hi I'm Rob Fort and um, I run a tour business in New Zealand kayak fishing, Coromandel Kayak Adventures 
um, specialise in fishing for snapper, kingfish, you name it, whatever we can get a hold of. And we do some uh, extreme kayak fishing trips. We're going out to hunt some snapper and kingfish crews around here. And there's quite a few species here that we could possibly get into. You know, we're just going to see what turns up, but there's some bait fish around here. There's no wind. It's a help. And uh, the fish will come in later here. I've, I've free-dived and spearfished here quite a lot, so I know this coast and those big moocher snapper are definitely come in here later in the day, early morning. Unfortunately, the winds are still up, and so the guys need to keep to the more sheltered areas close to shore. But the wonderful thing about New Zealand is there's great fishing to be had almost everywhere. Once again, hiding from the wind. Offshore, it's... it's freaking blowing again. So Rob assures us there's lots of good snapper here. Saw some good signs of fish as we pulled in, some bait and stuff. So we're gonna just see what we can do. Nice fish. It's got a bit of weight to it. It's definitely pulling some line. Nice fish to catch anyway, good fun on this light gear. Using about 15 pound braid. So I can't put too much heat on it, but we're pretty right out here. It's 26 meters, mostly sand now. Um, snapper, oh no, yeah, it's a snapper, but it's nothing huge. Just a nice eating size in New Zealand. Just a nice panty snapper. Beautiful fish in this country. There he goes, he's off. Good fish. This might be one of New Zealand's very rare elusive jumping snapper. Yep, there he goes again. Oh, he's jumping all over, thinks he's a marlin. We better, so get, we better release this lunker. We don't, you know, this is the breeding stock right here. <laughs> do, uh, do we need to tag it first? <laughs> yep, you got a spray can? What'd you get, Rob? Just a snapper, eh? Yeah. So right down deep under that school, you know? So just let it sink down for a while. He'll be off like a shot. <laughs> Rob Fort is one of New Zealand's top pro anglers and runs his fishing and guiding service right from the shores of Coromandel Islands. Fully outfitted with a fleet of ocean kayaks, a mothership, and tons of enthusiasm, Rob Fort is one of the best guides you'll ever hit the water with. Um, it all started many years ago. You know, I'm, I haven't got a heck of a lot of money. I, I've, boats never really appealed to me that much, and I like to um, be a little bit environmentally friendly and self-sufficient. I started up a tour business in Coromandel about three or four years ago now, relatively young business but um, it's been very successful and the great part about it is I enjoy bringing people's dreams to reality and the amount of people. The sculling draw allows you to move laterally through the water and is one of the most useful paddling techniques. So that's why Ken Whiting is showing us how in this week's kayaking tip. The sculling draw gets planted about two feet out to the side of your kayak from your hip with the power face facing directly towards my body. 
I want to rotate my whole upper body to face the paddle shaft as I'm doing this. And I'm going to get that top hand as far across the kayak as I can so that the shaft is as vertical as possible. Now, getting that paddle shaft vertical in the beginning is a bit committing. So in the early stages, you might want to have that top hand a bit lower in front of the body until you develop the balance. From this setup position, the sculling draw involves moving your paddle blade along a short path forward and backward about a foot or two alongside your kayak with a blade angle that opens your power face to the oncoming water, which tries to pull your paddle away from your kayak. This open face blade angle is also called the climbing angle. And what it means is that the leading edge is gonna be higher than the trailing edge. It's just like buttering bread. When you're putting that knife across the bread, your leading edge needs to be higher than the trailing edge. Otherwise, that front edge is just gonna dig right into your bread. To keep this climbing angle, you'll cock your wrist slightly back as you're pushing towards the bow. You'll then roll your wrist forward when you're pulling a paddle to the stern. Keep in mind that the power for the sculling draw comes from your torso rotation. That's why it's so important that I turn my body aggressively to face the paddle shaft. If I'm doing it right, the arms stay in a fairly fixed position. It's my upper body that's pushing the paddle through the water. It's gonna take some practice, but this is one of those strokes that you're gonna use all the time once you're comfortable with it. Until next time, I'm Ken Whiting, and that's your kayaking tip of the week. For more tips and your chance to win a fantastic kayak fishing package that includes an Ocean Kayak Trident fishing kayak and ex officio clothing, visit kayakfishingshow.com. Of course, that contest is no longer going on. If you are a paddler, that stroke he just showed you, the sculling draw, is something you should learn. I use that stroke all the time as a paddler. So uh, definitely a good one to learn if, you, if you're uh, just learning to, uh, to paddle the kayaks. I'm going to go off the end of that reef and I'm going to pull a big snapper for you. All right. And then I'll get, I'll get a can. After three days of oppressive winds, the boys decide to start risking the breakers to get to the bigger fish. Before long, Jay's booming voice calls out to Jim and Rob from within the rocks. That's how we do it. There we go. There we go. Nice little snapper. Ready for the release and go for it. while we're uh, trying to hide from the wind. But uh, just got them on a little, little gulp, a little soft plastic right up against the rock. I said, on my little bay bass rod, they're pretty fun.
15-pound test in the boiler rocks. <laughs> nice. That was my first New Zealand kingfish. Kiwi style. Rob dives deep to get a few fat abalone for dinner, and the boys celebrate their final evening together. Dinner. We're having hour for dinner. Over the course of our fishing year, whenever we wanted our best shot at catching fish, we threw on a length of Seaguar Fluoro Premier Leader, and that was getting us those bites when it was really tricky. Seaguar are the inventors of fluorocarbon, and with their double structure technology, which has a hard interior for strength and a soft exterior for holding those knots, you've got a really good virtually invisible leader material. The advantage of using Seaguar fluorocarbon leader is it sinks faster, has more sensitivity, and a much longer lifespan than mono. You can see all of Seaguar's great products at Seaguar.com. The next day, Rob and Pete take off to prepare the Taiho for another group that they'll be taking out on a Coromandel adventure. Jim and Jay, on the other hand, are making their way to the other side of New Zealand's coast, where they'll hook up with the legendary kayaker known only as Seamus. Their mission, to find big kings in the Bay of Islands. Tune in next week for some mind-blowing action as the wind dies down and the fishing revs up. Yeah! <laughs> oh, my arms are dying. They say you work hard enough. Little I'll come to you. Well, I've been working like a So yeah, I mean, you said I said at the beginning that the second episode I think is a little bit better because we get more into the big kingfish, but uh, we still, even in this first half, had such a wonderful time. Uh, like I said, eating meat pies on the road. Um, some of the food in New Zealand was a little questionable. I don't know. They they seem to have the uh, the thing of uh, beans on toast for breakfast a lot, which are kind of like the, what we get here, which are, we call these canned pork and beans. Um, not exactly a delicacy in my book, but uh, a good hearty meal when you're going to be paddling all day. So, uh, but like I said, we we had a, a great time. Those powai or uh, you know abalone, that was an interesting. Also, uh, when he prepared them, basically he put them in a sock, and then just beat them in the sock. I guess to keep them from going flying anywhere or anything like that. But it's like, uh, I, yeah you wash those socks first, right? <laughs> it's like, uh, maybe, but the, you can see the sailboat behind me there. That was called cool change. And that is where we spent the next week in Bay of islands. And what, what a vessel. I mean, it was pure luxury. That was absolutely amazing and great fishing. Um, and, uh, like I said, we have some encounters with sharks and all kinds of fun stuff, but, uh, that'll be in next Thursday's episode. I hope you can join us. Uh, I forgot to put this up at the beginning of the show. Remember, if you are considering getting a PLB, we have come up with this deal with ACR Artex. If you go to their website, you can get 10% off and free shipping. You know, this is a great safety device for anybody who goes into the backcountry 
or fishes offshore, you know, goes a little bit more remote. These things can get you help, can save your life. So uh, I think it's something that everybody should uh, carry on their person when they're out on the water. I always do now and, and uh, highly recommend them. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the uh, kayak fishing show throwback to the ocean kayak years. Again, we'll be back on Tuesday with part two of our uh, trip to the Darien Coast in Panama. So I hope you can join us next Tuesday at this exact same time. Uh, until then, I hope you all have a good weekend. If you are going out on the water, please remember, always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. You take care. Oh, I'm going to fish it.